0: Retromania Pro Wrestling Podcast Network is a moonsault media production and is intended for private use only. For more information, contact RetromaniaPodcast at gmail.com.
1: Recording, 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 so Kobe can hear this when he edits. And I'm chewing a potato chip. Okay, maybe I'll chew another one because I haven't eaten lunch yet. Maybe another one? What do you think? One more. How about two more? There you go. Take a big sip of iced tea. Not that southern shit. That sweet tea. That's not so sweet. you go Kobe Kobe mania I got that Kobe mania running wild when are you gonna call me taking a dog for a shit mm-hmm maybe maybe not you at at your neighbor for allowing his dog to take a shit on your lawn I'm about to have a, a, a Baltimore brawl over a couple of dogs taking dumps on the lawn yeah what do you think about that mm-hmm still waiting I'm on standby waiting for you to call me Let's do this, please, please, pretty please, let's do this, might as well just go take a dump while I'm at it too, now that I got my headphones, another potato chip, by the way, they're ruffles, ridges, cheddar and sour cream, also one of my favorite, I'm a cheddar and sour cream guy, I got half a roast beef sandwich waiting for me when this show's done. Yep, certainly do. This is probably gonna know the shit out of you, huh? Knowing you, you might just keep this in there. This will be my, this will be my introduction to the booking team for Hulkamania is dead. Me eating fucking potato chips and talking shit to you like, <laughs> like it's going out of style. This is actually helping. It's like a blessing right now. I haven't eaten anything. I just drank coffee. Recorded some stuff. For my show. Oh, that's you, Colin. That's you, hold on. I'm finish chewing. Hello, hello. What's up, ma'am? Happy holidays.
2: I am a real American. Fight for the rights of every man. I am a real American. Fight for what's right. Fight for your life. and the larger in the world on you. Oh, come
3: in, uh, dead. Hey everybody and welcome to RetroMania Pro Wrestling Podcast Network. A retrospective pro wrestling podcast network where we romanticize, fantasize, watch, and review your favorite or not so favorite storylines, matches, events, and or feuds from your pro wrestling past. I'm one half of the hosting squad, Kobe Nida, and this special episode of *Hulkamania Is Dead* recap. I am joined with the mayor of Kicking of Two, the content creator, the retrosexual, the OG retrosexual himself, Dave Rosenblut. Dave, what's going on, dude?
1: Hey, man, what's up? Uh, this is uh, uh, this is. I'm looking forward to this. I really am. I've uh, you know since we've linked up, um, I haven't had a chance to listen to all the. Hulkamania is dead uh, episodes, but um, I appreciate you having me on this one to recap, to get me caught up to speed so that I could uh, eventually join the booking team.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, life comes at us fast, and people have things that they have to do and responsibilities, and can't always do a podcast like you and I have scheduling conflicts often. So, you are going to take the reins over for Jimmy. And we're gonna finish this other half of Hulkamania is dead um, after the new year, correct?
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it starting twenty twenty with the the second half of this concept that you and Jimmy created. Um, I hope to do right by uh, but by, by by Jimmy's role in the in this. Uh, in in this project, and uh, hopefully I can contribute some fun stuff that will live up to the uh, the original ideas and concepts that you and Jimmy had come up with. So I'm I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to it uh, very much. So, but I hope that uh, I don't fall flat on my face when oh, it comes no, no, no. to the when it comes to the the, the ideas behind your your. Uh, your, your, your creation here. You and yeah. Jimmy's creation.
3: So it'll, it'll be a fun time. So this episode actually is going to be a recap episode where I'm going to go through the first 14 episodes of Hulkamania is Dead from the first half of the season. Um, just kind of uh, highlighting the main events or what the main storylines that we focused on in those uh-huh. episodes. And then you guys are going to get a bonus treat also. Um, some of the um, snippets of Jimmy and I time traveling and uh, talking with hulk hogan and ed leslie along the way uh as they were time traveling as well so I'm interesting have that all compiled and you guys can uh relive that epic journey that we did i mean we settled the score with hulk we're all squared off now so you know the rest is good. yeah everything should go good no lawsuits or anything and no uh no threat of him becoming a president or anything like that so
1: No defamation of character lawsuit. Yeah, yeah. Decision. Yep, we're um, good, dude. He's no 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 touting your sexual uh, escapades on video camera while spouting off racial slurs.
3: No, no, not not anymore. Um, Okay, he said, you know, we're 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 good to do our job because we're actually gonna job. (laughs) So if anybody does a job, it's like all right, right, dude. I guess he didn't understand what a podcast was, but all, all in
1: all, gotcha. (laughs) <laughs> Anyhow, um,
3: <laughs> uh, let's let's talk. Let's talk kayfabe wise, uh, or let's break kayfabe real quick. It's it's the holiday seasons. It's one of the favorite times of the year, right?
1: Yep, for, yep. for at least for me.
3: Yes, indeed. Good, and about you, but yeah, I love it. Um, and I know Jimmy is a big fan of Christmas time as well. Um, speaking of what's going on at kicking out at two, before we get into this rundown, like around this time, Christmas time.
1: If you uh will. well we've, uh, we've we've kind of rung in the holiday spirit on kicking out of two a few weeks back uh we did a uh, a secret santa watch party um where we uh, we chose a random December pay-per-view out of a out of a hat or a clear ziplock plastic bag <laughs> <laughs> with my buddy Jamie Beatty and myself. And uh, spoiler alert, if you guys are interested, it, it we chose Starcade 1990 uh, Sting versus the Black Scorpion. So you can check that out in the archives at the RetroMania Pro Wrestling Podcast Network. And uh, speaking of uh, Hulk brother, dude. Uh, the final Trading Places series of 2019 centered around Sting versus Hollywood Hogan from WCW Starcade 1997. All the what if scenarios and then some. What if Hogan got the clean win over Sting? What if Nick Patrick didn't screw up the finish? Well, how does Bret Hart play a part in this? All the trajectories had the roles been reversed from Sting versus Hogan? I give you guys a brief preview, or a brief—I shouldn't say brief, but it's a rundown of their characters' histories, crossing paths with each other throughout their time in WCW that led up to the Starcade match between the two in 1997, and then uh, we we close out the uh, we, we we close out the year with. Um, another Secret Santa watch party. This time, the choices are random matches that were given to me by fellow co-hosts on Kicking Out of Two over the last year or so. So there's random matches in there like Austin versus Bret from WrestleMania 13, uh, Hogan versus uh, The Rock from WrestleMania 18, RVD versus Jerry Lynn, CM Punk versus John Cena, Randy Savage versus Ricky Steamboat, Ric Flair versus Shawn Michaels from WrestleMania. Um, A bunch of great matches that a a lot of my co-hosts have uh, contributed to That I'm going to throw in the hat Or I already did throw in the hat And we chose and watched it on Christmas day Christmas night I should say So um, yeah that's what we got going on And kicking out at 2 We start the new year 2020 with a new concept Kicking out at 2 called the Dave 5 Fanny Pack It's a uh, the, the, It's a uh, it's a show where I take five random subjects that I'm not going to be able to cover and dedicate an entire show to, and I kind of mix them up together and talk about them at random. So uh, that, that's, that should be interesting and fun as we start the new year. Uh, We've got some Royal Rumble themed stuff going on as well. So 2020 is going to be uh, a, you know a fun start for Kicking Out at 2.
3: Sounds like it um as you and i said on the last marking out the days we are striving to make 2020 our best year for this network and uh for both of our content um that being said um, you can find all the archived content on any podcasting platform by searching RetroMania with a W. That's Spotify, Google Play, uh, Apple Podcasts, like Dave said. Um, you can join in the fun on Facebook as well. We have some memes, polls that we'll be um, asking you guys to contribute to. Um, and some more fun videos or snippets of things that we're watching or reviewing. Um, you can find that on Facebook, Retromania with a W. You can follow along on Twitter, Retromania pod, or you can write to us old school style, retromania podcast at gmail.com. And that being said, let's uh let's get into this recap of is Dead. Now this Hulkamania's Dead idea is what would happen if Hulk Hogan left the business and actually got his leg broken by the Iron Sheik in their famous encounter um you you know the uh real backstory there that there was a shoot um maybe a hit put out on hogan possibly
4: the Ganya want me to break hulk hogan like he he said he paid me hundred thousand dollars to break the hulk hogan jabroni leg and i say no Ganya, mr mcmahon he been good to me he treats me good he paid me money he let me fuck him in the ass and make him humble <laughs>
1: Pretty much. That's pretty much what I remember. Yeah. Um, That's pretty much the gist of it. You don't need to really, you know, Yeah, people, dive more into it. Yeah,
3: people should know, people should know the story. Uh, an old uh, famous story there where uh, Sheik was offered money to break the leg of Hogan, but he declined. Um, so this is what would happen if... If that actually took place, and Hogan left the business, and we kind of uh, tweak it and uh, stick by some guidelines, and we also uh, make it fun and silly too. So um, you 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 can listen to any of these episodes in the archive of Retromania Pro Wrestling Podcast Network. And what I'm going to do here is run down the details of each episode, one through 14, uh, giving you guys a little refresher. And then uh, you can maybe go back to the episodes and uh, listen in detail and have all, have all the fun there. Right on. So, let's, uh, let's do this. Um, episode 1 here is actually the event of Hulk Hogan getting his leg broken, him leaving the business, and then what would happen with the WWF and the, the championship and Sheik being fired after uh, uh, harming somebody in the ring. I mean, you basically, you know, assaulted a man. Um, so he has to leave the WWF. What happens there is we have a tournament for the WWF Championship. A 16 man tournament is announced. And that's the first episode there. We announce the uh, com- competitors in the tournament and we run down what would happen before or um, during the event of Hulk Hogan's um, departure from wrestling.
1: So, Very cool. Yeah. Now I got a question for you. I might be asking questions. No, you.
3: You. This is absolutely what this is for.
1: So, did you? Um, does Does Iron Sheik wrestle somewhere else? Does he go to Jim Crockett Promotions? He does goes.
3: He, go... he goes to AWA. Uh, a,
1: so he goes back to AWA. Okay. Back All to burn. Right. Yeah. Okay.
3: And from there, he kind of gets a brief run with their title, but the, it's dwindling in the territory for our fantasy booking.
1: Okay. All so, right.
3: Yeah. Episode two, we are going to the tournament for the title. And this is the year of 1984. Um, In the highlights from this episode, we go to the semifinals of the tournament. It's Roddy Roddy Piper, who defeats Tito Santana. Then the second match is Jimmy Superfly Snuka defeating Paul Orndorff, Mr. Wonderful. Oh, wow. Yeah. Good little uh, lineup there. These guys um, you know, would be top draws if Hogan weren't in the picture, I would think. Uh, Tito Santana being a very charismatic, um, uh, athletic competitor in the ring. Uh, Roddy Piper's got that big mouth, and he was hot at the time in the 80s in the territories. Uh, as well as Jimmy Superfly Snuka and Paul Ohrendorf.
1: So here's another question for you. Um... I'm trying, I'm going to try not to ask so many questions here. So in in your timeline, in your in, in, in your fantasy book, booking scenario here when it comes to the the participants in this tournament. Did this tournament take place after Piper hit snooker in the head with the coconut or has is that not even relevant in this scenario?
3: That leads into this episode. This is actually we we enter it into the episode snooker comes into the territory him i mean piper comes into the territory he and snooker have the encounter um during the time that they're both in the quarterfinals of the tournament
1: so this piper's pit took place that that piper's pit that took place in real time is part of this scenario correct that's very cool. I like that. I yeah. like that. I like I like how you kind of taking some things that happened in real time and put them in your si- scenario. I've done that in in, in other s- situations before on, on my show, but that's pretty cool. Continue.
3: Yeah, and it it actually uh, carries on into the tournament because Snuka has this head wound, um, okay. So he's an underdog in the tournament, and Roddy Piper and Jimmy Superfly Snuka advance in the tournament, and they're in the finals for the WWF Championship. And wouldn't awesome. you know? Sneaky Roddy Roddy Piper Climbs away with it So we have oh. a heel as the champion again A big mouth right. heel Roddy nice. Roddy Piper WWF going with him What do you think about this at 1984 um, The end of 1984 basically December if you will um, Roddy Piper running away With the WWF championship
1: I mean I like it um, And When it comes to Roddy Piper A lot of people said he was so over He didn't need the belt um, However, uh, it, growing up as a kid and remembering what Roddy Piper did in real time uh, with, with, you know, the, the rock and wrestling connection and the stuff he did with Hulk Hogan and the heat that he had, like, you take that Roddy Piper, you put him in this instance, what he did to snooker with the coconut, I mean, yeah, it, it, you you're, you're 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 drawing money left and right with just about anybody that, right. that challenges him for that title. You know, yeah. um, it's it's very reminiscent of um, some of the other territories where it was very top heavy as as far as heel champions go, and the money was in in the in chasing the heel. Um, WWF traditionally was not like that; uh, they were a babyface territory even before Hogan, Bruno, and and Backlund, and you know names like that. But this here, I like this. I, I like this. Set up here with Piper Coming away with the title It sets up a rematch for him and Snuka And then maybe eventually down the line Other um, babyfaces like a Tito Santana Or you know Let's say a Junkyard Dog or whoever Hey um, you might be on to something You know going up against The Roddy Piper for the WWF championship I like that
3: Absolutely um, uh, We decided that because we We thought maybe at the time Vince would go for something because of the leg being broken in the ring and that being televised somewhat and then having to like maybe blur it, um, but this is getting out and leaked to the public, um, that maybe Vince goes in this direction where it's more heel or, or Southern Territory booking style where mm-hmm. it's, it, it's more real uh, and the heel is in the lead and there's baby faces chasing.
1: The way you just described how you and Jimmy... Booked the 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 breaking of Hogan's leg and how like you know it was partially televised and you had, maybe you had to blur some of it out. It's very reminiscent, and I don't know if you 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 guys took it from this scenario, but it's very reminiscent of when Lawrence Taylor broke Joe Theismann's leg on that Monday Night Football game. Uh, I don't know. That's just that's just me.
3: Yeah, it, it could be. Um, you know, maybe we, you know. A lot of times your conscious is uh stealing from things or things that you remember maybe. Um so yeah, could play into that. So that's episode two there. Uh we cap it off with Roddy Roddy Piper, the new WWF champion. Um then we're going into episode three. It's the first WrestleMania, the year of nineteen eighty-five. And before WrestleMania, We have some Madison Square Garden shows and this is again playing off of some of the real storylines that are going on or would happen Sometimes we flash forward in the storyline or or we, we we make it happen a year in advance or uh, You know we make it work with our story uh-huh. So <clears throat> Roddy Piper did have a brief feud with the returning Bruno San Martino if you remember Bruno San Martino wrestled until about nineteen eighty eight um, yes and I he would ta- he would tag with Hogan um so he was a big part of passing that torch to Hogan in in a way but they kind of they they kind of wash over that in the history of WWF um, but there is plenty of that stuff that was in the hidden gems and Good stuff and matches that uh, Jimmy and I covered for bonus episodes um, okay. we did cover a Roddy Piper and Bruno uh match that was on the Bruno San Martino special on the archives. You can find.
1: Okay.
3: Alright. So, this event at Madison Square Garden, we're leading into the return of Bruno San Martino. And he is challenging the champion Roddy Roddy Piper. One more time for the title. Big event there. Then yeah. we would have The Fabulous Moolah defending her women's title against Wendy Richter. Okay. And then uh, uh, here's here's an interesting one. Orndorff Paul Orndorff that is is going to go against Arnold Schwarzenegger in a bodybuilding pose off. Ooh. Okay.
1: I like that.
3: Yeah. So uh, here's why Schwarzenegger is involved because he did train and was semi friends with Bruno Sammartino. Uh-huh. And instead of having Mr. T involved.
1: That's your celebrity involvement for WrestleMania. There we are. So Conan the Barbarian, the, the, all the, the classics that Arnold was in. Yep. Before that, te- oh, okay, yeah, that works. Yeah, and, and, uh, him, and that was before Terminator, if I'm not mistaken, right?
3: Right before Terminator. So so, him being involved briefly here would get them a lot of uh, big pop, at least for the bodybuilding community and like the people that are into action movies, you know, kids, this direction that they're going into.
1: I like it. Um, That's good. That's good stuff. I like that. So, (laughs) Mr. Wonderful,
4: I'm going to show you all my delts and my biceps and my triceps and the muscle between my legs.
0: Exactly. Here I am. I'm going to flex on
4: you. (laughs) And Um, then I'm going to ask you who's your daddy And what does he do Pretty
3: much So what happens here at uh, The Madison Square Garden show Is a bodybuilding pose Off between Arnold Schwarzenegger and Paul Orndorff But Who would come out to uh, Ruin things is Cowboy Bob Orton And they would attack Arnold Schwarzenegger and hit him in the Ah. back with a chair And leaving him Laid out um so that's uh the involvement there for that Madison Square Garden show between those guys. Then in the Fabulous Muller and Wendy Richter match, Wendy Richter would get a quick uh victory over Fabulous Moolah, and then Fabulous Moolah would bring out and announce that her competitor for WrestleMania would be Lalani Kai. Oh, Ah, and then the main event would see Bruno, San Martino, and Roddy Piper wrestle to a draw with all out mayhem going on, blood, and uh, yeah, a lot of uh, interference of Orndorff and Orton getting those guys involved, and then Schwarzenegger coming out to make a save again at the end of the evening. So we're building and to the main event of WrestleMania.
5: And what we get there,
3: a tag match. It's Piper and Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff with Cowboy Bob Orton in their corner against Bruno San Martino and Arnold Schwarzenegger with Muhammad Ali as the special enforcer.
1: Who's in who is there anybody in Bruno and Schwarzenegger's corner to back up it against is, uh, Orton?
3: It is Jimmy Superfly Snuka. Okay. So there. he gets back involved um with uh the piper feud and fighting okay. off these faces so yeah um San martino and schwarzenegger would walk away with the victory here um not too much to talk about in that episode other than that the the big main event building for San martino and schwarzenegger and this big wrestlemania that we would have you know to lead the way for the future of wwf and the new direction that they're going in uh-huh thoughts about okay. that before we move forward
1: I mean I, I, I like how you've kind of added a little you, you've kind of kept true with the with some of the elements of the story and made it work in your in, in, in your timeline here some celebrity involvement that really helped build WrestleMania but a different celebrity who was who was a big deal at that time Arnold Schwarzenegger the connection with Bruno the relationship they had you know Bruno kind of being that guy before Hogan Hogan's not in this story so Bruno's still that 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 figurehead, that that flagship for WWF, the, the allegiance of Piper Orndorf and 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 Cowboy Bob Orton. I mean and I like it. I really do. Like I said, you've you you've made it work without going too far off the beaten path.
3: Cool. 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 Well hopefully you stick along for the ride. Let's oh, move forward I'm, for I'm episode. I'm on
1: the booking team, pal. You can't get rid of me now.
3: <laughs> okay, so let's head into episode four this one covers the end of 1985 into the beginning of 1986, leading into Wrestlemania 2. Um, we would have Hot Rod, Roddy Piper, the defending champion, go against the likes of Junkyard Dog, Jesse the Body, maybe Ricky Steamboat during his run as the champion. Um, all along this, uh, this devious title reign, picking up Cheap victories here and there. Then you know the illustrious uh, wrestling classic.
1: Yes. Okay. The 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 tournament that crowned a king of the ring.
3: Yes. This is actually going to uh, I think maybe intercontinental championship. Uh, okay. But this this is uh, this involves the intercontinental championship. So there's a tournament here for the intercontinental championship. Um, Randy Macho Man Savage defeats. The Dynamite Kid to advance. Junkyard Dog defeats Tito Santana to advance. And then in the finals, we have Randy Macho Man Savage against JYD. And we have a new champion crowned. It's Ah. Randy Macho Man Savage. Picking up Uh, the uh, victory. I (laughs) like it, uh huh? Yes, indeed. Um, And then the main event for the wrestling classic... It's career against title. No disqualifications. Nobody can interfere, though. It's Roddy Piper against Bruno San Martino. Roddy Piper defending his championship. I like it. And what did you know? Through some way, Roddy Piper puts the sleeper on Bruno and gets the biggest heel reaction we've seen to date. He retires Bruno San Martino. Big wow! One there. Yeah. Yeah. Big one there. So he's yeah. the hottest heel at the time. Who can stop this man? Maybe someone uh, that could squash this man. Uh, anybody want a peanut? <laughs> no oh,
2: baby oil. <laughs>
3: yeah, it's Andre the Giant coming in uh, as a big uh, face here. Ah. and we have some interactions with Roddy and Andre in the Piper's Pit where Roddy blows powder from his um, his bagpipe into the face of Andre the Giant, smashes him with a crutch, um, hits him with a bunch of stuff. Uh, the heels jump Andre the Giant, making uh, Roddy and his faction of Orton and Orndorff, O and O, um, pretty strong. But there's tension with Orton and Orndorff, so they end up Facing each other at WrestleMania too. Uh oh, so Roddy's all alone, and guess what? He's trapped in a steel cage with Andre the Giant for the Damn. WWF Championship. So that's Damn, your main so he's event. Got
1: no, no more, no more backup, and he's got to face Andre in the cage. Exactly. So, so his his days are his his days are numbered.
3: Yes, yes. Uh, it would seem. Maybe, maybe. Um, so. In this uh, event of WrestleMania Two, we have a flash forward in the storyline. Like I told you before, some things would happen before, and uh, they would happen in real storyline. Mm-hmm. So, WrestleMania Three, there's the illustrious match of Ricky Steamboat and Macho Man Randy Savage for the Intercontinental Title. Guess what? We flash forward WrestleMania Two. That actually happens. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. So Ricky Steamboat had been in the WWF. Um, for the last year and he and Macho Man had feuded a little bit and Macho Man had injured uh, Ricky Steamboat's uh, trachea and throat Um, and then Ricky Steamboat makes his return after Macho Man had won the vacated Intercontinental Championship from Junkyard Dog
1: hmm okay
3: so what happens here in this event is actually Ricky Dragon the Steamboat Uh, wins the Intercontinental Championship, and then Andre the Giant defeats Roddy Roddy Piper in his long reign of the championship and becomes the new (laughs) WWF Tag Team Champion. No, no, no. It's the (laughs) WWF Champion. You remember when he said that in real life?
1: I I, I think I do, yeah. Yeah. I think I do. When
3: he was awarded the belt with the Dirty Hebner's story. He said, I'm oh, the
0: WWF Tag Team Champion.
1: Yes, I do remember that now. Jesus, and silly Andre. Yeah, it must have been that Crown Royal he was drinking that night.
3: Something. So we walk away from Episode 4, WrestleMania 2, with Ricky Dragon, the Steamboat, Ricky Steamboat, the Dragon, uh, the Intercontinental Champion, and Andre the Giant, the WWF Champion. Huh. Thoughts there?
1: Um I mean if anyone deserves a run with the belt for all he's contributed to the business, it's Andre, you know well, I mean I, I remember as a kid I used to say to my friends and you know we would talk about if wrestling were real, you know, who would be the champ mm-hmm. and Andre was a name that was thrown around there because he was so friggin big, yep. you know so yeah, I, I'm 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 with it. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm interested to see who's going to dethrone the giant, and where where Andre's trajectory is going to take him in this in this uh, this storyline.
3: Cool. Well, I I also forgot to mention that at the end of the Ricky Steamboat and Macho Man Randy Savage match, the guys actually shake hands, show of
1: respect. I like that. I like that show of respect, and, and it and kind to be of with
3: you, it, it kind of turns Macho Man in a way.
1: Yeah, I like that because in real time in '87. Savage and Steamboat they didn't really um, you know they didn't have that moment obviously but um, I remember in 87 at the Survivor Series when they teamed together with Jake the Snake Brutus Beefcake and Hacksaw Jim Duggan as a part of that Survivor Series team Mm -hmm. they alluded to Savage and Steamboat being rivals earlier in the year and that classic at Wrestlemania and so I I like that And, and almost like they were they were they were trying to toy with the, uh, I don't know, maybe they were th- toying with the idea of the two of them going at it again, but this time, you know, as in, in different roles, but they, they kind of threw it out there, I remember on commentary and it was almost like a, in a way like to try and like show that these guys respect each other um, without saying it. And I like that you've kind of put that in this scenario. Absolutely.
3: Thank you. Um, so moving on, from episode 4 we go to episode 5 which focuses on the build to WrestleMania 3 and covers WrestleMania 3 in the year of 1987 so what happens here in this uh, crazy storyline we we kind of get out of hand and we introduce um, SD the barber Jones I mean he's he's around I mean not okay. the barber sorry that's not yet this happens okay. in this episode He's SD Jones, and he has a hair versus hair match against Adrian Adonis at WrestleMania 3, which he actually wins. Um, So then he becomes SD, the Barber Jones, because Ed Leslie would not be involved because he's good friends with Hulk Hogan. Makes sense. He's
1: He's boycotting the business because his friend's leg was broken?
3: He just doesn't get the push to WWF okay so he might stick around he just uh hangs out with hogan we theorize in our storyline gotcha he's his buddy gotcha. buddy
1: he's, sweet he's his sweet
3: dealer buddy <laughs> <laughs> um, <His cucker>? yeah <laughs> um so we end up having this
1: bruce the cuck boy beefcake <laughs> <laughs>
3: pretty much
1: He's strutting and cucking. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh my God. So we end up <laughs> so we end up having SD Jones become SD the Barber Jones and he starts donning the wrestling gimmicks um, you know that have these odd jobs or other personalities, if you will. And it'll get ridiculous. So hang on with us. This is where okay. the fun comes in. Okay. As well as the banter between Jimmy and I, as well as you gotcha. and I will have once we get on track with our season. Yeah, um, of course. So, we also introduce Jake Roberts here and Harley Race. Ooh. And they have a feud, which Jake Roberts ends up winning um, at WrestleMania 3, culminating uh, his, his victory there.
1: Does Jake, now, now, does Jake have the stake and is Harley the king?
3: Yes. Okay, um, so both
1: both of them Resume their respective uh, personas exactly. Like they would have in 87 Exactly, okay.
3: yep um, So it's it's, it's a more of like a bow to the king Type of thing, show me respect And uh, Jake makes uh, The king bow in one way or another If you get what I'm saying, DDT
1: Yeah
3: So, nice. building to WrestleMania 3, what would we have uh, Along this year Run of Andre the Giant Like you said a guy that deserves the belt, but did he really need it?
1: Well, oh, no. I mean, he was. I mean, he was an attraction. You know, he drew money regardless. Correct. So it was just, you know, it's just an added uh, accoutrement,
3: as they like so to say. So WWF needs to build somebody, somebody that they think uh, can bring some fans as a face, uh, uh-huh. a world beater, if you will. And over the last year, because of that show of respect and just because of his in-ring ability and uh, his kookiness that goes with the the timeline that we're working with and the direction of WWF at the time, Macho Man Randy Savage kinda becomes a pseudo-face. Now oh, it, yeah,
4: I like it, huh.
3: Now it doesn't really pop off until the, popping off there's a match between Andre the Giant and Ricky the Dragon Steamboat title andre against title
4: yeah saturday main event night uh huh. Mm-hmm.
3: so we have a big match there and uh andre comes away with the victory and after the match him and steamboat are kind of uh talking or trying to show respect and andre just attacks steamboat heenan comes out and he announces that he is now in control of andre the giant's contract and is his manager and can oversee andre because he's not getting paid like a champion should be you got macho man wow. and steamboat and these other guys here and andre's the attraction he's the biggest champion they've ever had and he needs more you know so creating this heel beast in andre the giant but macho man would come to the rescue of ricky dragon the steamboat ricky steamboat the dragon had How it however you want to say it
4: Ricky, I'm coming to save you. Yeah, because huh? Don't I respect you. It. I respect you. Even though you, 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 you got me with the one, two, three, I respect you. Huh? I'm not going to let Andre, you know, I'm not going to let him hurt you, you know what I mean? Huh? I'm not going to let him do the deal on you like he does to the ladies in the hotel. Huh?
3: <laughs> so this is a long build here. Um, I mean, this, this stuff with Steamboat and Macho Man and Andre kind of happens. Um, later in the, in the year before the Royal Rumble and all that, and then into the Royal Rumble, we have um, A- Heenan and Andre going to Macho Man Randy Savage's father's gym um, and attacking and assaulting his father the fuck
4: are you doing hitting angelo like that uh uh-huh. you're crazy what are you thinking
3: building tension here because in a way you can tell andre the giant might be scared of this madness behind macho man
4: who let him in the gym he doesn't have a membership <laughs> He's supposed to swipe in with his card, uh huh.
3: So going down at the WrestleMania three card, we would have um the Honky Talk man walking away with the cheap victory over Ricky Steamboat the Dragon, uh for the Intercontinental Championship. So much like real time or kinda of close to real time, Honky Talk Man They push it
1: up, they push it forward a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Honky Tonk like
3: with a cheap victory there, uh using a guitar and uh injuring the already previously injured Ricky Steamboat from the year He's got
1: a long sideburns on his hair slicked Bang. back coming to your town Bang. in a pink like just a honky tonk man
3: Yep. just the sucking off a man <laughs>
1: uh-huh. so. So Rude castrated himself, he's cool, he got no cock, he's bad
3: <laughs> yeah so that was the story there oh. And then for the WWF title, it would be Macho Man Randy Savage going up against the champion, Andre the Giant, with Bobby the Brain Heenan in his corner. And wouldn't you know, kind of like Hogan, Macho Man gets the big slam on Andre, slams him, and buries him with the elbow, and becomes the new WWF champion at the Pontiac Silverdome.
1: Savage slams Andre, wow.
3: Yeah. We thought he could do it. You know, a big guy at the time, not as big as Hogan, but still, you look at the size of him, he was a big dude. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we decided Macho Man would be this guy um, to lead the WWF into this uh, this new arc that we have.
4: I slammed them, crotch first I picked that motherfucker up And I slammed them And 93,173 people It wasn't a paper ticket event It was a legit sellout, if you know what I mean Uh Uh-huh I slammed them and they all went crazy And then I got all up inside Elizabeth's guts Later on in the hotel that night Thank you I gave her some of that madness
2: juice, Uh uh-huh
3: now to add uh now to add to this um jimmy and i also included the uh there was real life animosity between andre the giant and macho man Randy savage behind the scenes uh, andre wasn't the biggest fan of macho man um so we no kind of, wasn't we kind of
4: didn't like my baby oil
3: <laughs> yep so we kind of added that tension or surrealism there uh to 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 this title match to build behind the scenes during their interviews and promos for this uh but ultimately macho man would walk away with the victory and uh andre would actually go away and retire in our storyline without hurting himself continuously
1: for real for real yeah for real for real oh okay so
3: we we gave him the amen there and then at the end of the year we have new news or, I mean the end of WrestleMania three. We have new news. A new person has been signed from uh, from a territory they're they're one half of the uh, Blade Runners. I'll give you a guess who it is.
1: Ooh. I like it. So Is it the Stanger? It's the Stanger. We switched it's the it Stanger. up. Stanger.
3: We switched it up there, folks. Um, instead of signing Paul or I mean Jim Helwig we signed Steve Borden. Hmm. Yes,
1: I like that a lot. That sets up some uh, some interesting scenarios and matches. I like that.
3: Yes, good. Call. So moving on. Uh, before I go into episode six, uh, any thoughts there before?
1: Uh... I'm I'm enjoying this. I really am. I am looking forward to how I'm going to be able to contribute to this um, for the second half. But so far, I've been enjoying this ride. Let's continue.
3: Cool. Uh, let's do episode six, WrestleMania Four, 1988. Um, we build with Sting on the scene, and he has a feud with one million dollar man. Million dollar man kind of sees the, uh, the writing on the wall, and, uh, he knows Sting's gonna be a star. So he wants Sting to sign an exclusive contract with him. He offers him a lot of money, uh, an exclusive bang made, which I don't know what that is, but we talk about ah. it on there. Um, he, he he wants to own Sting and the rights to him. So, okay. that's the tension building there. Then, Heenan goes on an all-out war against Macho Man for uh, you know losing him a lot of money because Andre is gone now because Andre lost the title. Heenan's out of a lot of money, you know? So, he introduces Rick Rude and uh, Macho Man Randy Savage ends up having a feud with Rick Rude who uh oh. <clears throat> you know Rick Rude is not the one to uh shy from the ladies and who does Ooh. Macho Man Randy Savage have in his corner? Elizabeth!
1: I'm really liking this. Elizabeth! I'm really liking this. Elizabeth!
3: Elizabeth. Yeah. So uh, I'm really liking this. So we go to the 1988 Royal Rumble the first Royal Rumble and there's 30 men Uh there's really no uh there's no, like, rhyme or reason for this event. They don't really announce any, you know... It was just like it was. It was to, it was to combat Jim Crockett promotions. And uh-huh. to kind of showcase this new star, Sting, who comes out as number one. And he ends up winning with him and King Kong Bundy being the last two in the Royal Rumble, Sting throws King Kong Bundy over the top rope and becomes our first Royal Rumble winner in January of 1988.
1: That's that that's some good stuff right there. I'm not going to say much more, but that's that's some good stuff. Continue. So, moving
3: on to the event of actually WrestleMania 4, we have that rivalry between Rick Rude and Randy Savage, so they're going to go up against each other for the WWF title, Macho Man Randy Savage, putting his pride and his title on the line against Rick Rude because he's done with him fucking with my fucking wife. Um, so he's going to give <laughs> Heenan what's, what he wants. If you want the title, come get it. I'll give you an opportunity. So Rick Rude will get that opportunity, and Sting will put his... Uh, contract on the line because he he signed a match between him and Million Dollar Man but he didn't look over the contract thoroughly and he has the rights to Sting on the line in this match against the Million Dollar Man uh, but Sting actually ends up walking away with the victory here. A big victory for him for this last year being introduced. Uh, he came in March of 87 and then um, since since the last year after uh, Wrestlemania 3 now leading into Wrestlemania 4 he walks away with this big victory over Million Dollar Man salvaging the name of Sting I like it and then uh, we would have Esty the Barber Jones going against Honky Tonk Man for the uh, Intercontinental Championship oh, just a goofy little segment there and uh, then for the main event here it is it's Macho Man Randy Savage defeating Rick Rude for the WWF title uh, a, a good match, a good showcasing uh, of, uh, re- like, thorough wrestlers in the ring. I think it, it it would build a good, a lot of tension for, uh, is Savage going to be focused with Heenan in the corner, with uh, Rick Rude, you know, constantly sexually harassing uh, Miss Elizabeth, you know, all this tension there, and Savage also being injured as well, um, so... Yeah, that was the main event and uh, walking away with the victory in their first encounter, Macho Man, Randy Savage, as the champion for your uh, WrestleMania Four main event. Hmm. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. So uh, let's move on to episode seven, 1988 through 1989. This one's called A Monster Among Us. In our storyline, one, Bruiser Brody does not go to Puerto Rico just yet. He makes one visit to the WWF. Why? Because it's the uh, it's the arc and the uh, the way that we're going with WWF and our booking. We're a little more aggressive now. Um, a lot more blood, but good storytelling and in-ring uh, storytelling as well. Hmm. So moving forward, there's a big Saturday night's main event. Um... Where Savage defends his title one more time against Rick Rude. And guess what? Rick Rude, wouldn't you know, comes away with the victory here. He becomes the WWF champion. Wow. I like it again. So, in a big rematch, in a steel cage, it's Macho Man Randy Savage against Rick Rude for the WWF championship at SummerSlam 1988. So... Huh. What happens in this match? Uh, Macho Man Randy Savage walks away with the victory, and Rick Rude is uh, none too pleased but beaten down, and these guys put on a hell of a brawl here between each other. Can you imagine Rick Rude and Macho Man Randy Savage in a steel cage for the title?
1: I, oh, man, you kidding me? I, I wish we got to see that in real time. Like, those are that's one of the, the, the dream matches that I feel like we didn't get a chance to see in WWF. I don't know what was—I mean, maybe that's another topic for another day, but— Yeah, yeah, that was definitely I could definitely see good things coming out of that
3: Absolutely Um, So then at the end of Survivor Series I mean SummerSlam there in 1988 We get the lights going out As Savage is celebrating in the steel cage Then the lights come back on And there's this man Bruiser Brody And he rips half of the steel cage off And enters the ring He basically shakes it so much that the blue cage falls, you know? Um, Jesus. He comes in and destroys Macho Man Randy Savage, slamming him on the cage over and over again. Uh, into the fans, onto the uh, onto the railway, um, into oh, wow. the ramp, everywhere. Uh, just destroying Macho Man. drivers, choke slams, all this stuff. Uh, really, really hard stuff here. And then we go off the air with Macho Man being uh, uh, taken away on a... Uh, on a on a stretcher um it just it, SummerSlam was amazing but wow we get this crazy arrival of bruiser brody so ha. why is bruiser brody here well guess what heenan brought him in he was looking for a new oh. hitman a man that could that could take out uh savage because i knew rick rude might might not be able to get it done okay all right so uh macho man demands that um brody be brought in for a match against him. Because uh, Jack Tunney actually suspends um, Bruiser Brody after the attack on Randy Savage. Um, So Survivor Series of 1988 will get Sting and Savage being sole survivors in their uh, respective teams and then teaming up at the last bit and uh, throwing away Million Dollar Man and King Kong Bundy. Uh, some top heels there hmm all right so moving on to the year of 1989 in this episode of uh, episode seven we book the entire rumble all the way through one through 30 that's right um, so wow. Jimmy and I introduced number one number two number three number four all the way through 30 we had a little buzzer here and there and we talked about how the match might go it you know, It was a fun time. So we did the entire Royal Rumble in this episode. It's the 1989 Rumble. And walking away with the victory here, the newly introduced and newly crowned Intercontinental Champion, Mr. Perfect. Um, So he would uh, come down to the wire with Sting, Macho Man, and uh, Brody, and... Macho Man would end up taking each other out While Mr. Perfect would take advantage of Sting And throw him over And walk away with the heel victory here um, In the Royal Rumble of 1989
1: And this Rumble was for the Intercontinental title? No, he was, was
3: just vacated? he was just the Intercontinental champion at the time okay, He right. had beaten SD the Barber Jones Or uh, okay. a Honky Tonk Man along the way
1: Gotcha, okay, cool
3: So, yeah, now we have Mr. Perfect uh, being the perfect winner of the Royal Rumble. A lot of bragging rights there uh, leading us into Episode 8. Let's go to Episode 8 right now. That's WrestleMania five, where we would end up having the return or actual first meeting here of uh, Macho Man Randy Savage against Bruiser Brody. He's going to defend his title against Bruiser Brody in a no-disqualification street fight. Ooh. That's that's scary there.
1: That, that's that's up Bruiser's alley.
3: Yeah, and this is WrestleMania five, so it's like psycho powers explode or
1: mega I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a good one, yeah. I yeah. like that psycho powers explode.
3: <laughs> so uh the man that was cheated out of his Royal Rumble victory, um oh well, kind of in a way, uh but also last year's winner of the Royal Rumble, Sting, will challenge Mr Perfect with Bobby the Brain Heenan in his corner for the Intercontinental Championship. And in this episode, Episode 5, Sting walks away with the Intercontinental Championship, making him a big, bright star. Um, You know, second year here um, in the WWF, and he is, uh, you know, on his way to the top. And then, in the main event, the street fight, Savage would prevail and put away Bruiser Brody with a couple of elbows to the chest. A couple of elbows that is Uh, so a hard fought match from the champion but one to be remembered Um, and that's your episode 8 Wrestlemania 5 any thoughts there?
1: Uh, I mean I I like the inclusion of Brody Um, the street fight element with Savage Savage can get dirty too he's been known to so yeah I mean I can imagine what kind of match that would be Um, it'd be pretty wild so I'm, I'm, I'm digging it
3: cool 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 um, all right. Let's flash forward to episode nine, covering the nineteen eighty nine SummerSlam and Survivor Series. We kind of introduced those together. So um, <clears throat> along the way, uh, with Mister Perfect, uh, you know, winning the Royal Rumble but all- losing his Intercontinental Championship, he he's still kind of this top heel because of uh, Heenan, <clears throat> you know, being. A mastermind manager and trying to push his heel squadron to the top. And trying to take out Macho Man. Now Brody ends up leaving and uh, uh, we go from there. You can find out in that episode. Um, Now Rude and Perfect have kind of put this alliance together. uh, Working with Bobby the Brain Heenan. And he's got his little family here again. But they also introduce somebody else. A new member of their family. Also a member of somebody else's family. The Genius. Hey, that's my brother. What the hell? So, um, the Genius has has basically turned his back on Macho Man because he says Macho Man is too caught up in the limelight of being the champion. And maybe he's forgotten about his family. Huh. So at SummerSlam, the main event is Mr. Perfect against Macho Man for the WWF Championship. But, uh, Macho Man ends up defeating Mr. Perfect. Woo! Yeah, nice victory there. And guess what? For the Intercontinental Championship, a nice feud building here. Jake, the Snake Roberts, goes against Sting for the Intercontinental Championship. And wouldn't you know, Sting walks away with the victory as well. So the, the, the faces are dominant here in WWF, huh?
1: Yeah, it's back to being that, that, uh, that babyface territory, but um, I, I, like the, uh, I like the path we're going here with the, the trajectories of uh, you know Savage on one end and Sting on the other. I kind of have a feeling where this might be headed. Yeah,
3: possibly. Um, so let's go to Survivor Series where Sting and Savage are actually on a team uh, and they end up going sole survivors against the team of Jake, the Snake Roberts, um, and one-man gang and taking them out um, to be their sole survivors. Um, so st- staying in Savage, um, being the sole survivors there again in uh, 1989 Survivor Series. And that's your episode nine. All right, let's move on to the year of 1990. Now we're into the 90s. Woo, we're getting there. Wow. It's, things are speeding up. Uh, Things are changing. Things are evolving. It's the Royal Rumble 1990. And remember, we booked these all the way through. So there's only a short uh, list of things that happen here. And then we have our winner who's declared. So the Saturday night's main event uh, in November 25th of 89, Macho Man, Randy Savage, and Sting team up to go against Earthquake and Dino Bravo with Jimmy Hart, baby! In their corner, um, but the the faces pick up a big victory. So we're we're showing we're showing more cohere, cohesion cohesion co- cohesiveness between Sting and Macho Man along the year.
1: There you go, yeah, you got it, yeah. <laughs>
3: uh, then we would end up having another Saturday night's main event at the beginning of the year before the Royal Rumble. Right before the Royal Rumble, One Man Gang and Earthquake. Whoa, they end up picking up a victory against Sting and Savage via countout.
1: Oh, that's quite the team. Yeah.
3: Two big squishers, huh? Um, yeah, but they... Two
1: big (laughs) (laughs) squishers? I don't know. (laughs) A couple of lard asses yes, you got there There we go You're gonna squish you Sit on your head and then fart on you, <laughs> you Sounded like a fourth grader too big a, Two big squishers Two big big squishers in that match
0: <laughs>
1: Thank you
4: Dave Dad we're gonna go see the match with the two squishers. big squishers Taking on the
0: macho I man I bet and you sting. Vince was like that He was like hey pal uh, The squishers hey, pal. Yeah.
1: We got it <laughs>
3: You're the squishers pal. now
1: we're gonna make t shirts, we're gonna make little dolls where you can squeeze them, you can squash them, and then they squirt water out of its mouth and maybe shit out of its ass. Oh my
3: god. Thanks. We have diarrhea squishers. Oh man. God damn it, pal. Oh, so uh going at the Royal Rumble because the one man gang and Earthquake had picked up that victory, one man gang is gonna challenge Macho Man for the WWF championship. Ooh. A big uh, big, big hurdle for Macho Man to leap over in this one. But he ends yeah. up walking away with the victory here. A hard-fought match, but not the main event. The main event is actually the Royal Rumble. Ooh. And we booked that all the way through. Those are fun episodes. I encourage you to go back and listen to those. Those are always good ones. Um, Sting walks away with his second Royal Rumble victory. Not consecutively but his second royal rumble victory and what does he have here to say after he wins well he's done a lot in the wwf he's won the royal rumble not once but twice he's also been the intercontinental championship he's main evented pay-per-views but he hasn't challenged for that wwf championship so he wants to challenge macho man randy savage and he asks his friend to come down and macho man is not fucking pleased about this and slaps him, slaps him in the face after thinking maybe he might get a handshake and uh, the the race is on or the heat is on uh, Macho Man not wanting that spotlight stolen maybe the, the, the that did go to his head in a way and uh, here we are Sting and Macho Man possibly for the title and Look at that. that's the end of episode 10
2: Hmm.
3: So, moving on with episode 11, WrestleMania six, nineteen ninety. 1990. Ooh, we're in the Toronto Sky Dome! Woo! All right, what happens here? It's Sting against Macho Man. Title against title. That's right. Yep. Uh, it It's going to happen. We're kind of rebooking it without Hogan and Moyer. It's Macho Man and Sting. W- what do you think about that, Dave? Give me a straight up... I mean...
1: I like it. I mean, I mean, I honestly you know, I'd like to I I liked the build up as a kid for Hogan and Warrior, but I think Savage and Sting with the way that this timeline has, you know, p- played itself out. I think I I don't think it would I I personally think it won't be as good as Hogan and Warrior, but it will be good in its own right.
3: Okay. Yeah. Um so Sting ends up walking away with the victory here Ooh. in a hard-fought match um and like you say maybe not the epic encounter that we remember between hogan and uh ultimate warrior which is one of the best like you know just one and done matches you know yeah. to watch in like a little bubble um you know uh, macho man and sting they they had some cohesiveness but sting was never really that in-ring guy you know like he 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 was to an extent but uh you know there there was some uh there were some things that hindered him you know
1: yeah 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 but i mean um i think what would make this differ from the hogan and warrior is the 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 skill bell to bell in ring you know hold for hold move for move absolutely um hogan and warrior have great psychology um that, the story of that match is unbelievable but I think from a pure wrestling perspective, I think Sting and Savage would, would that would be what would stand out in that time period in 1990 um, aside from you know Hogan and warrior and what they what they brought awesome
3: yeah so sting walks away with the victory there and he becomes the double champion he later has to vacate the intercontinental title and that brings us to episode 12 1990 SummerSlam and survivor series uh sting vacates the intercontinental championship we end up getting a new intercontinental champion that's rick rude and and you can find all the details there in episode 12 sting will have some uh heels to face along the way being this new champion so earthquake is one of his uh first opponents to encounter and he ends up crushing him at uh SummerSlam. uh sting ends up uh coming back and uh walking away with the victory and reclaiming his title he 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 stays the champion and he's uh he's a strong champion you know showcasing that he might be the future for the wwf plus the kids love him so maybe Vince is thinking, uh, well, the maybe the kids are who I need to think about now. So Going
1: that PG route, yeah. Possibly.
3: Uh, you know, face paint, yeah. yeah. Face paint, toys, merch. Uh you gotta have a strong uh face champion there. Uh so then let's go to Survivor Series nineteen ninety in this episode twelve. We get the arrival of the Undertaker. And who has he been uh kind of cornering or Uh, uh, more or less um, stalking? Stalking, yes. It's Jake the Snake Roberts. So we get Jake the Snake Robert against the Undertaker, and the Undertaker walks away with his victory at Survivor Series. uh, Putting Jake the Snake Roberts in a casket and walking away with him. (gasps) What? Where's Jake? What? Jake? No! Jake, don't go! Babe, don't go! Um... (laughs) In the main event of Survivor Series, it's the returning Macho Man Randy Savage who's gone full-blown heel at this time. He calls himself king randy savage and he has queen liz he, he tells everybody he's the king of wwf he turned this thing upside down he put the money on the the plate he spread the mustard he did all this and he wants that title back from Spread the mustard yeah. Put
4: the money on the plate
3: exactly uh, doing the thing doing the thing so he doing the thing. he challenges sting one more time for that title and they have a steel cage match at survivor series sting walks away with the victory there Ooh. in their rematch. I'm
1: just and uh, on at this, man. This has been good. I, I, I didn't realize what I've been missing. We got
3: two more episodes left. You ready for it?
1: I'm ready, man. This has been exciting. All
3: right, so episode 13, moving on to the 1991 Royal Rumble. Time's of flying with Sting in control, but he has a match against the newly arrived Undertaker because of undertaker's dominance as a heel uh they have a match at saturday night's main event in december of 1990 before the 1991 royal rumble and in this match uh a lot of Collusion happens with referee getting knocked out, Paul Bear getting involved with the urn. Uh, there's a double disqualification, maybe a double count out. Uh, the Undertaker ends up pinning Sting and getting a victory over him and walking away with a dusty finish with the title. <laughs> Whoa. But on the next Saturday night's main event before the Royal Rumble, Jack Tunney announces that The Undertaker is not the champion. Sting is not the champion because of both their actions in the matches, attacking the referees and having this uh, this, this chaos involved. He wants, he wants to lay down the rules in WWF now. He, do, he doesn't want this chaos anymore. Jack Tony is sick of it. So he announces for the Royal Rumble 1991, it will be the WWF Championship. Uh, if you win, you win the WWF Championship.
1: So, similar to ninety two, but a year prior.
3: Exactly. So guess who is also declared in the WWF at this time?
1: Who do we got? Woo
3: do we got? It's Get Rick your Boy, yeah. baby. Woo. Yes, coming in with the NWA championship as well. The big gold uh, belt. So we're kind now. of on the same path as before like I said
1: there you go internet you got you got all these great things in one shot you got Sting and Undertaker finally in our fucking timeline yeah and now you got Ric Flair bringing the belt over there you go internet hope you're happy now (laughs) fucking internet
3: so uh actually in this Royal Rumble a long fought one uh Undertaker and Sting kind of do end up facing off in the Royal Rumble but Macho Man Randy Savage comes to the save of Sting and starts attacking The Undertaker. Undertaker and Macho Man Randy Savage end up leaving the Royal Rumble. Well, they crash. Uh, They end up, you know... uh, crashing through a table. I mean, it's it's an epic spot that we created for the match, but it takes both of them out of the match and kind of builds some tension there between Undertaker and Macho Man Randy Savage and kind of uh, ah. slides the uh, the edge away from Sting. So Sting yeah, buddy. Sting ends up getting tripped up by Ric Flair. Boom. Oh, no. Damn, Ric Flair is our WWF champion walking away uh, at the end of Royal Rumble 1991, episode 13.
1: Put that cigarette out.
3: Yep, yep. This is the greatest day of my life. (laughs) So, in episode 14, (gasps) Wrestlemania 5, 6, 7, Wrestlemania 7, that's right, 1991, uh, we have an epic showdown between Macho Man Randy Savage and The Undertaker but The Undertaker lives on with his dominance and he builds his under his his undefeated record at uh WrestleMania his first King victory.
4: Macho Man Yep I will bury you. No, you won't, you son of a bitch.
3: I mean, yeah. C- tell, like, what are your thoughts about that? Could you imagine that match, Undertaker and Savage?
1: Another match that I wish we got to see more of, like in real time. You know, um, late '91 when Undertaker hooked up with Jake the Snake, and they had that run with Savage. Man, I wish we got to see more of that. Um, I. I know that there's, you know, videos out there of live event matches that they had had where Savage had teamed up with either Piper and teamed up with Duggan to take on uh, or even Sid to take on Jake the Snake and Undertaker. Uh, but an Undertaker-Randy-Savage rivalry, um, I'm picturing in my head right now the funeral parlor mm-hmm. with Undertaker and Paul Bearer and there's a casket. And it's decorated with all these Macho Man decals and stickers, and then maybe even his sunglasses and his cowboy hat sit on top of the casket. Oh, and then, beautiful! Then on the then off to the side, you remember that like wooden coffin that like sometimes Undertaker would pop out of? yeah um, That was like standing up in there. Yes. Miss Elizabeth is tied up. He's holding her hostage. Oh, that's even and,
3: beautiful because we had that uh, Paul Bear draped a uh, black wedding veil over her head. And symbolized Ooh. that the Undertaker wanted to be, wanted her to be his dark bride. This
2: but this good. would be this the incredible, touching
3: up there with the uh, having her bound and Macho Man having to try to make the save
1: bound and gagged and he's you know either <laughs> locked up in a locker room or you know he hadn't made it to the building yet yeah. I don't know why they would be split up in the first place but he's looking for her and then you know oh yes macho man I have your Miss Elizabeth over here right? and you know she's bound up and he Undertaker's holding her and you got Savage coming out to make the save and maybe you know maybe, maybe Undertaker gets the best of him and he locks him in the coffin the same way he locked Ultimate warrior in the coffin in real time in 1991 and we got you know elizabeth crying as referees and paramedics are trying to open up the airtight casket there you um, go with randy savage stuck in it i mean i could just picture i'm i'm loving this man this is this is right up my alley i'm so glad that you that you made me a part of the booking team here um I, i'm really digging this this is some really cool stuff this is bringing this is bringing out the creative side in me that awesome. I, I just love i love it awesome so, yeah, i love is, it i can't cool wait shit.
3: to uh move forward with episode 15 but before that let's get to the main event of wrestlemania 7 it's the man rick flair whoo defending my title against
0: the stinger Stinger, you want some of this? To be the man, you gotta beat the man.
3: And Sting says, Well, you call yourself the the, the man. Well well, yeah, no, Flair basically says you call yourself the man called Sting. Well you gotta beat the man, basically. That's the that's the uh catch going into it. The man called Sting against the man. So Sting against Flair, this is actually a a match that goes down to uh about 43 minutes here a long one wow but a great main event and out of nowhere rick flair is able to roll sting and get a quick victory um after a hard-fought match uh flair is the first heel to uh leave wrestlemania as the champion and um celebrating there he um is getting washed with a lot of booze, a lot of trash. People are not pleased as uh, he's holding up the big gold belt and the WWF title.
1: Wow. Yeah.
3: And that's wow. where we left off WrestleMania 7, 1991, episode 14. So, what will happen next? What will happen next? Episode 15 will cover SummerSlam, 1991. And the Survivor Series, 1991. A lot of new people being brought into the scene. Um, Some people leaving. Um, A a lot of things on the table here. Sting got out-wrestled by Ric Flair. Uh, Macho Man Randy Savage got taken out by The Undertaker. We don't know if he'll be returning. You know, what's going to happen? The LOD are the new tag team champions defeating the Bushwhackers. God, you gave the bushwhackers a run with the belt? Because we I made that was like we, the more, we made them more we made them more Yes, 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 we did. Okay, good. So they destroyed good. So
1: they're like the sheep herders. Yes, yeah, they okay.
3: basically destroyed the uh the rockers so much that uh Marty turned on Sean.
1: Oh. Okay. And uh yeah. All right. So we'll, so Mar- so Mar- Marty's getting the payday. Yeah, All for right. for a
3: bit. Uh, But we'll lead into that more background uh, details on episode 15, as well as the Intercontinental Champion still, Rick Rude, as he defended his title against Jushin Thunder Liger. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. He, uh, uh, a big... uh, Going off the beaten path. uh, I mean, at the time, um, 92, late 92, early 93, um, WWF would get involved um, with um, Jinryuko. Tenru, uh, gotcha. and uh, his promotion, and a lot of uh, Japanese characters. So, we, we started introducing them a little bit a hair earlier and kind of okay. uh, replacing the uh, involvement of WCW working with New Japan. Okay. So, WWF is. Uh, In good hands and working with some companies here and there. Um, So a big showcase match there. Rick Rude against Jushin Thunderlager for the Intercontinental Championship. But Rick Rude walked away with the victory. So what will happen next? Uh, Taker is still on this path. He had a uh, a kind of like a shadow victory over Sting in a way. Uh, But Flair is our current champion. The man. You know?
1: I like it. I like it Yeah, it's a, uh, it's a, I like this whole setup Any any
3: last thoughts uh, Before we say goodbye And then we, we, we let everybody know That uh, Hulkamania is, is dead Will be returning We got uh, episode 15 All the way through The King of the Ring 1993 So SummerSlam 1991 To The King of the Ring 1993 That's episode 15, 16, 17, 18 19, 20, 21, 22 So we have about Eight more episodes to get through, and then we're done with our story arc of Hulkamania's Dead. Dave, I'm so happy that you joined me. Any last minute thoughts, and then uh, we'll get out of here.
1: This has been fun, man, and I'm really looking forward to how, you know, how I'm going to contribute and how this whole thing's going to play out. This was, this was a lot of fun. It was a lot more fun than I expected it to be, and being a uh, a tried and true Hulkamaniac. The, the you know, the, the reason why I love wrestling, and why I got into wrestling. Um, it's it's kind of ironic. I'm participating in a project like this, but like I said, I appreciate it. I uh, hope to do right by uh, your vision, and you know, you and Jimmy that you guys started, and uh, just look forward to it, man. Really do. That's all I can say.
3: Awesome. Well, thank you again, and. Uh... Hope everybody enjoys this recap episode, and I hope that um, encourages you to go back and listen to the full episodes of Hulkamania's Dead. Trust me, they're really fun. Uh, A lot more details and a lot more stuff on the undercard, and, you know, we have some fun with those. I mean, uh, basically, Estee Jones evolved to SD the Barber Warrior, Papa Shango Jones. Red Rooster Jones. So, uh, yeah, he adopted about six or seven gimmicks over the last year's. (laughs) <laughs> uh, but it's getting ridiculous So uh, yeah But we take some things like the upper card Seriously and we try to Book it uh, in a way accordingly Where it would logically you know, you know would make you some money Or if you think about the storylines You know what would make sense Or what would Vince possibly do If he he was maybe getting Diddled by two, two guys Oh man <laughs> I don't know yeah, oh, so you man. and I are going to be diddling Vince's uh, psyche for the next eight episodes and booking the rest of Hulkamania is Dead. I can't wait for that. Everybody, stay tuned and stick around. And thank you for joining us. And happy holidays. And uh, take care. Dave, happy holidays.
1: Happy holidays, buddy. Take care. We'll see you all in 2020 with episode 15 of Hulkamania is Dead.
5: Now in, in our timeline... Vince finds out in short order, probably the following week. Hogan, yeah. Hogan sits down with him, and you we know, actually have um,
3: like audio clip of that. We do, yeah. That, let's go to it. How hey, you doing? How you doing, hey, pal? Brother,
0: brother, dude, I'm I'm not good, dude. <laughs> leg is broken, totally, dude.
5: You know, not 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 withstanding the leg, there, pal. But you know, let's just you know heal up. You know, we'll we'll just we'll just roll on with it. <sighs> Pal, brother, pal, brother, you get my blood boiling.
0: Cause when I used to, when I used to wrestle, we planned out the spots. That was not a spot Playing in the
5: ring, boo. Yep. Now, goddamn, pal, look, look, look. Shiki is going to be. We're going to deal with him. He'll yep. never work here again. You know that.
0: Uh, no, I tell you what, brother. I'm not working here
5: again. I'm
0: over. I'm done. Hawkmania is yeah. dead.
5: Oh, oh, wow. Interesting. That that was a hard get. That was (laughs) was like, I had to, to, you know, we had to call in some favors, and uh, it's hard to get, you know, leaked audio like that, even in this day and age. But, uh, yeah, more leaked audio from Hogan. Wow.
0: Hello, we are not available now. Please leave your name and phone
4: number
2: after the beep. We will return your call. You know who
0: the hell this is! This is Hulk Hogan! I'm not leaving my goddamn number! You know how to get a hold of me! Jimmy! Kobe! What the hell is this podcast?! You cannot kill off the most influential wrestler! The most iconic wrestler of all time! God! Oh! What the hell?! You can't have Hulkamania without Hulk Hogan! You can't have... (laughs)
2: Wrestlemania
0: without Hulk Hogan! Without Hulkamania! What the hell are you doing, dude? This is this is uncivilized. This is stupid. This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It, in fact, I don't think there's anything stupider than this podcast. Whatever the hell, I'm... dude, brother, dude. If if a podcast is leaked audio of Hulk Hogan, you got you got trouble coming, brother. You better start running, wild. And that's what the hell I get. That's what I did and you're trying to rewrite history. You can't do that without Hawk Hogan. Dude, brother, seriously, both of you, stop it now. I'm going to hang up this phone, but I got an old phone, so it's going to click and then you're going to hear a beep. Okay, uh, I'm done. Play me something stupider than this podcast and prove me wrong. You can't. Huh?
2: saw it on TV I guess it'll be an empty seat when
0: I wrestle at Wembley I used to tear my shirt but now you tore my heart I knew you were a
2: maniac right from the very start right from the start you were my friend I'll see is you again. not giving
0: I wish you were here at ringside to cheer me on tonight,
2: the spotlight now grows dim and now it's not on me, the prayers we said together are still our guarantee.
5: Where Hulk Hogan has walked away on crutches from the world of pro wrestling.
3: Yeah, man, it's crazy. And um, doing some time hopping as we do, um, we've been experimenting and uh, going back to 1984 and changing the timeline of WWF and everything in Hulkamania. And uh, I, I actually visited 2018. In the timeline of Hulkmania is dead. And boy, let me tell you,
5: Jimmy, it's a scary one. Is it? does it? Right, what, uh, what it like? uh, okay, well. I'm a little nervous. I don't know. How to say be, this, can't be. It can't be. Like, okay, I mean, well, all right, Donald all right. Trump is president in this No, time, all right. So. Well, okay. So Hulk Hogan is president,
3: and HulkNet has launched. Hulk net yeah it's like a, a self-aware system security of like total muscle and take your vitamins say your prayers
5: uh, it's crazy the world is painted in in red and yellow pretty much brother dude it's scary <laughs> it's scary um
3: but uh, there is a resistance that is built there's a friend of mine yes named Kyle. Clark and he gave me a photo and it's you and I and there's a girl in the background her name is Sarah Calloway and uh, she's married to this guy Mark Calloway yeah. who's I guess in the modern day timeline The Undertaker but he doesn't exist in the other timeline Right. he's just a bounty hunter So he's the leader of the resistance.
5: So we have to find him.
3: Yeah, we do. Because that's her husband and he's got her name tattooed on his neck.
5: Yeah. Where do we go? Set the GPS Uh, for for
3: parts unknown. Death Valley. We need to get there. Yeah. Yeah, somewhere. Somehow. We're gonna go on the trails and we're gonna do it. Terminator style. We have to. Let's do it, Jimmy.
5: Save the world from Hulknet. It's our mission. Let's find Sarah. So,
3: uh, alright, otherwise, going on
5: in this alternate timeline, we, we, we changed everything. Um, yeah. It's the butterfly suplex effect. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hello, we are not available now. Please leave your name
4: and phone number after the beep. We will return your call.
0: Dudes, brothers... I-, I told you once before, and I'm not going to tell you again. The podcast is done. Don't do it again. This is the worst thing I've ever heard of. The name to Hulkamania dead. <laughs> Stupid. Oh, hold on a second. My son Nickelodeon is calling me. Yeah, dude, what's up? Who'd you hit? Uh, yeah. It's okay. Hey, listen. Uh, black he's a basketball player it's okay okay well that is okay i i know i know guy guy black friends virgil d-rod homies for life that's what we do that's why we're wo black and white okay i gotta get back on the phone all right J- jimmy kobe cut the goddamn shit dudes i'm done with it brother man dude whatever Thing damn is dude and you got me cussing and I don't really cuss cuz I am what I am but I do believe in the God cuz I say my prayers and take my vitamins still and drink almond milk I changed that little bit about me and the fact that I'm not racist I never was so I, that, that didn't need to be changed Me so
2: mad, I'm gonna
5: rip this shirt that ah, Yeah, uh, our next match does not that was on the real card does not happen in real life because, uh, um, does not exist, you know. Uh, we had David San Martino, Stinky Linky, uh, the sausage, the, the missing. Not the missing link, but the in the
0: real time, it ended in a double disqualification. I didn't like it. It was eleven forty four. It was my son against uh, Brutus the Barber Beefcake with um, Johnny Valiant.
5: Yeah, and uh, Brutus has not gotten hired in our timeline because Hulk hasn't brought him in. Yeah,
3: weird, weird switcheroo. So yeah. Brutus and Hulk are lost. But in the timeline of twenty eighteen, I'm sorry to say. It's Ed Leslie is our vice president.
5: No. I know. It's like. We need to end this, right? Go ahead and assassinate assassinate me, brother, because then you're going to have to deal with Ed Leslie. Right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 You strike me down, and then Ed Leslie <laughs> is the most powerful man in the world, brother. We do not want that. No. He's going to just do all the cook. Everybody's going to have haircuts. Yeah. Uh, like too many haircuts,
3: and then split personalities. Yeah. Yes. No. The Yeti. No. Yes. Yeah. Yeti. I
5: can't do that. There's gonna be Yetis running the streets. All the, the, the
3: jeans Yeti. will have the asses cut yeah, out of them. The
5: Yetis are the secret police, and it's just gonna be a nightmare. So, uh, so yeah, and this this match, this match just doesn't happen. So onward and upward.
3: All right. So here we are. We got um, oh, we got another phone call from. Hulk Hogan. Well, I can't say his name, so HH. Yeah, I'm
5: getting a little nervous. I'm getting, you know, uh, getting a lot of calls from block numbers. Yeah, Yeah. it's weird. I am
3: just, I just, we're following the footsteps here, and then we're going to change everything back. We're going to reset it just so that 2018 does not happen. Please don't make me think of 2018 right now, because in the Hulkamania is dead timeline, it is Hulk Hogan and Ed Leslie running the world.
5: Scary. Scary. Now, Kobe, I, on my caller ID, I did get one unblocked number, but it was just it was all it was h h h h h h h. And I the, at first I thought like maybe it's like a telemarketer, or so but I, I it just seemed a little weird. Do you think that might have been
3: Oh no, it's it's either it's either hh or uh, one of the bots that he sends out because oh. you know how you, usually uh, in Technology—it's a sequence of zeros and ones. <laughs> for for Hawknet it's it's just all H's. <laughs>
5: it's all H's. Just all H's. It's a series of uppercase and lowercase H's. <laughs> yeah.
0: Hello, we are not available now. Please leave your name and phone number after the beep. We will return your call. Toby, Jimmy, brothers—you know who this is. I shouldn't even have to say it anymore. It's HH. Anyhow, listen. I, I changed my mind. I love the podcast, brothers, dudes. I I, I mean, it, 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 if Hulk Hogan rules in 2018, that, that'd be the greatest frickin' thing ever, because right now Hulk Hogan is for, for literally dead nothing. Dead, like you guys said. And listen, I I want you to keep doing this podcast. Change the damn timeline. <laughs> I can feel my Hulkamania powers rising and building like the once flaccid penis of Ed Leslie before my beautiful bald head blessed it. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Blonde-haired Americans, Hulkamaniacs, hot dogs for dinner, hot dogs for breakfast, hot dog-flavored skin, hot dog-textured skin, red, yellow, Hawknet, pasta. Someone say pasta? Bruno, Get the fuck out of my skit. This is my skit, Bruno. Sorry, my... Mom. Get the... Get, Bruno, get... Like I said, brothers, dudes, the, the, you keep that podcast running because uh, I think good things will come of it, yeah. So listen, I, I got to go fuck my friend's wife and videotape it, all right? I'm running wild. What you gonna do? Time travel date
3: 1986. Dude, brother,
0: dude, dude, brother, dude, dude, brother, dude, dude, brother, gonna take a big bang-bong hit, gonna dun-dun-dun-dun-dun, just normal stuff I do, brother, dude, I narrate to myself, so, going about my day like a normal way, I listen to that stupid thing called a podcast, is dead. Apparently there was only three episodes, but I like the idea of Hawknet. I think it's anything less would be uncivilized. Well, anyhow, I got to do something about it, dude. Duke <coughs> Take one for the team, Hawker. Oh, yeah. All right, now I'm all blitzed. I guess I need to break my leg again to time travel, and I gotta help future Hulk Hogan by stopping Jimmy and Kobe, because I presume the next episode, they're gonna time travel and meet Sarah, and Mark, whoever the f... This thing's kinda jumping all over the pages right now, but I'm trying to get it together. I'm just gonna jump off my physical self, 20-foot balcony, this Daytona Beach condo. Whew. Well, hi up here, brother. I think I should just do like a leg drop and then be sure to stand with the other legs. I crack that one in time travel. Here goes nothing, dude, brothers. (laughs) Oh, Oh
2: my god! Oh my god! Nothing is happening!
3: We're like 2003-ish, I guess. This is weird. Don't travel back to see yourself in time. That's how you break the conundrum. Yeah. Okay? So you didn't do that. I don't want to see myself in 2003. Neither do I. (laughs) (laughs) Kobe. (laughs) Yeah. Anyhow, so let's do this. We're supposed to meet uh, Mark and Sarah.
5: There, there they are. There's, There's that's tall, that's tall son of a bitch. Jesus Christ. He's oh, oh, foreboding. Yeah. Oh, you want to talk to him? You talk to him. Yeah. Talk, yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey, uh, Mark? Sarah? Yeah. You guys had some information for us? I'm, 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 I'm Kobe. This is Jimmy. The, the hosting squad? Yes. You've heard of us? How oh, cool you listen. You listen. Yeah. Cool. Of course. Of course, Mark listens. Um, so, uh, okay. Wait what? Uh, uh, who? who? We're supposed to go. Oh. Okay,
0: we're, right. We're going to
3: 1999 to find the prototype. The prototype. Okay, so
0: it, it's what what's his, his name? name? And his name is John Cena. Oh my
3: God! Oh Jesus Christ! All right, well let's 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 do it, man. Let's let's take this trip. We got to do it for humanity. Yeah, Hulkamania. Is dead, dead, and we're gonna kill Hulkmania in the timeline of 2018.
5: Hulknet must die too.
3: Let's do this. We don't. We don't have to break a leg to time travel. We just got this you gimmick know, here yeah, that we, we got, made ourselves. Yeah, the yeah. hosting squad
5: time we, traveling. Yeah, we got the time machine gimmick. Yeah, yeah we don't have to break any more legs. All right, let's do it. <laughs> let's go.
3: This is a HulkNet Link prepaid call from Ed Leslie, an inmate at HulkNet Correctional Institution. From Moho Radio and Retromania, it's Hulkamania is Dead. One story told week by week. I'm Kobe Nida. Joined by Julie Price. <laughs> For the last four months, we spent a good hour and episode rebooking the WWF without Hulk Hogan since 1984. We did the Wrestling Classic Retro <laughs> WrestleMania 1, WrestleMania 2, II, WrestleMania 3. Now join us as we tell the story of WrestleMania 4. And Hulk Hogan has been missing, but we really don't care about that.
5: No. No. Uh, I think on the next episode we'll, we'll we'll cover WrestleMania 5 and then go into SummerSlam probably. Yeah, um, yep.
3: cut the year in half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so uh, the year of 1989. Yeah. Mm.
5: The year I was born. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good year. We're going to mention you in there? Are you Are going to be in a storyline or something? Yeah, yeah I'm gonna I'm going to show up as a baby and... Uh, Here's the thing, guys. This was all set up. They say so you can be the face. baby champion, Jimmy Price, the true baby face champion. They say never book yourself as the champion. They say it doesn't work. But God damn it, we're gonna work. It's gonna, it's gonna work. Wait until you see Bruiser Brody beat the shit out of the baby. <laughs> Not just any baby, but baby me. <laughs> Oh my I wouldn't God. want him to beat the shit out of any other baby, but, but me. Awesome. Uh, yeah, that's all. Here on Reclamation. <laughs> <Nathan. laughs>
0: mistakes every couple hundred times, you know, so, uh, let's get back, huh? Time for me to make things right, Brother Dude Jack. Let's do it.
3: Set time travel to December 2018.
0: Hogan, what the hell are you doing? We need to go back to 1984. Too late, Brother Jack, dude. I'm gonna catch Jimmy and Kobe when they least expect it. You know, Christmas time is their favorite time, and this is truly <laughs> the time for the to rise. Destiny, Brother Dude.
2: dude, dude. Ah. Brothers, Jimmy, oh, Kobe,
0: it's, oh. me, uh, it's me, Hawk. I'm here. It's me, too. I had to, I f- yes. I had to follow hey. him. But, uh, listen, I'm trying to stop him. Listen,
3: I, 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 Jimmy just went to the bathroom. I, I, I just Jimmy. checked the door. I, I don't know anything. We're just doing a, a fantasy book and podcast. That. That's it, that's it, that's, that's it. That's the fucking
0: problem, dude. I don't like the damn thing. I'm not involved in it. It's not about me. What the hell? What the hell, dude? I'm Uh, I'm about to uh, blaze this place down with my laser gun. Ow! I got shot in the back. What the hell? (sighs) It was me, Hogan. I had to do it. Eat
3: too, Brutai. I never never thought I'd say this, but... (laughs) Thank you, Brutus Barrow. Yeah, you're you will
2: <laughs> If only Jimmy were here right now, he would know. To <laughs> <right> Toga <laughs> <So, laughs> from 2019.
0: Brother Brutus, come with me. Yes, my love. Into the future. All right. To the past. We can fix everything. Sure. Reline it. and you'll just be in the Hall of Fame if that's cool. We'll slide you in the sure. week before. And
3: uh, yes. okay. You know, use right, your I time travel that's machine. Right. Yeah, that's... I mean... So everything's squashed, then. We can just continue this? Yeah, dude. Alright. Shake on it. Ah, oh, you
0: know I love a good handshake. Here's the Hulkamania's dead, and Brutai and me living immortal in the Hall of Fame forever, brother dudes!
2: Ah! <coughs> uh,
3: that's all over oh. my hand. Thanks. Okay. We're ready to get the show on. Alright. Thanks. For all this fun.
6: This, uh, how, how would I know that the guy in the front row heckling all the wrestlers at the armory in Jampa Become my best friend. You all know him as Uncle Dad. I love you, brother. Thanks for all the good times. And the good times to come. So I must also say say thanks to the ten other guys that Jerry asked who said no. Eleven was a lucky number. Did. You know, the rest is history. <laughs> Again, thank you, Terry. Thank you. I am your friend to
2: the end.